0: Compete until it's
1: finished. Success Chronicles. Go take care of your business. Success Chronicles is just winning. Success Chronicles.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today, pretty excited about this one. <laughs> we have Audrey Cavanessi on with us. Man, great energy awesome lady doing some amazing things and I'm so thankful to have her on. So first thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles.
1: Thank you. I am honored to be here and be with you.
0: Let's go. Let's get it. Well let's dive into it. I know off air we talked a little bit about your your life story and your journey and you know some of the things that you've been blessed and fortunate to achieve but if you don't mind uh, sharing a little bit about your journey and Uh, you know, let the people know, you know, who you are and what it is you do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I have a a pretty unique background in terms of the hybrid. So I come from uh, the entertainment business originally um, in front of the camera on stage touring, that whole world, and then made an interesting segue early on in my career um, into executive coaching and training. And I know that sounds like a really big leap, but if you think about both of them, they're both on the other sides of really getting into human qualities in a very disciplined way and being able to explore sort of the wholeness of, you know, you do that when you develop a character and you also do that when you're leading teams, you've got to get into your own humanity. Where are my barriers? Where are my blind spots? Right. So from just just two different sides, you know, each side of the coin, I I took that on and I developed that. and, And then early on, I saw As time went by and I really gained success in those areas, I saw, hey, I wonder if I brought them together, you know, kind of like a Reese's peanut butter cut. What if I brought the chocolate together with the peanut butter? What what would happen? Something really great might happen. And it did. It allowed me to get into branding and marketing and content development in a very unique way because I wasn't just creating stories. I was about creating stories that produce results. I was about creating stories that actually had a strong outcome and changed people's lives and then being accountable for that. So that was rare when I came out. So I had, had some of really amazing opportunities. I've launched an island for billionaire. I've, I've launched and taken public a biotech company that democratizes the clinical trial process. I now work with Pete Carroll with a media company where we're amplifying voices with a strong focus on Black voices. And um, and, and again, I think, you know, it's been hard to define me. A lot of people along my career were like, I don't really get what you do. And I think that's okay. Sometimes it's, yeah. you don't need to understand what makes up the person, just that they, they match your values. They match your focus. They match your North star. So that's a little bit about me.
0: That's awesome. So good. Such a neat story. Um, what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of?
1: Okay. One is the kind of parent that I have come to be because, and I know this is going to sound awful, but when I was young and I would look at my mom who had five kids and she was just always stressed and crying and yelling about something. uh, Sorry, mom. I don't mean to, to diminish you into that, but it was like that as a little girl when I looked at it and I thought to myself, I never, I never want to be this. Yeah. I don't ever want to be this. And so I went the other way. I wanted to be a business person. I wanted to do something. And I thought, because anybody can have a kid. But then I had one and I realized, oh my goodness, this is work. This is amongst the highest work because it's, a as they grow, it's a mirror looking back at you, having you confront those things in your own self. Mm-hmm. I'm so, my son's 30 now. I am so proud. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Look at me. <laughs> Oh, don't wait a minute! Wait Everybody's minute. gonna wait Google minute. now. Well, wait what's happening minute. here? Wait Let minute. me look oh, at don't. this
0: woman. <laughs> you said your son is how old?
1: He's thirty. He's gonna be thirty-one. This oh,
0: month. wow! Yeah.
1: So my son's thirty now, and I'm I'm so proud that not only of the parent that we've worked together. He's my coach in certain situations. I'm his coach in certain situations. We grow together. We take on healing trauma together, mm-hmm. and that inside of that, I have had privilege and the honor and the pain and the all of it to have raised a black man because that is a world unto its own so I am I'm deeply proud of that and then you know I'd say one of the other things is I'm just really proud that I I've really carved out my own path there's really nothing else behind me and nothing in front of me that's supposed to go any one way. And, and I live very much by that, that uh, model that if it doesn't feel right for me, if, if, if the people don't feel like my people, if something about this that I've chosen that looks like a good opportunity is making yeah. me feel like I got to compromise my principles, I'm out. I'm out. There's nothing going to be rewarding on the other side. In fact, it may take me 10, 20 steps backwards. Just because it might look like a shiny object right now. And I'm really, I'm really proud of that. And the last thing is that, that I always do work that I, in my, I'm the human part of me, not just the body and not just the mind and all of that, but I take on my humanity every and every year. And this happens to be this moment we're having this conversation in December. And I tell you, Chip, I take stock every December I've been doing this for the last 12 years, where I say to myself, are the people in my life serving me? Am I serving them? Are my behaviors serving me? And is it serving other people? And is what I'm doing fulfilling my purpose? And if I can't answer those three questions or whatever comes up, I clean house. In fact, I change my cell phone number every two years because I know the people that really love me and want to stay connected with me will. And the people that were just around for whatever reason, they won't care anyway. And that way I keep it clean. (laughs) So that's what I (laughs) do.
0: You know, I I have uh, I have one word in response to that last little bit that you gave us. Uh, And that one word is boom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So if you're listening and you haven't been able to get a hold of me, you know why?
0: (laughs) One more time. Boom.
1: Man. oh man
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're just hearing your story a uh, unique story your journey uh listening to the three things that, that you're proud of i would consider that to be hugely successful mm. so let's let's hit on success what is your definition of success
1: being true to yourself oh I think this, and this is such a tricky thing because it, it can be so deceitful because we've yeah. sort of, many, for many of us, even from, from, from a young age where, you know, children are meant to be seen and not heard or put that down and be quiet and go into school and, you know, you're, you're not listened to or you're there's bias and racism. And, you know, we've had to go through so many thorns in order to get to any place that we wanted to, that I think there's this kind of misnomer, this kind of misdirection in us that's like we're supposed to find out out there who we are. Like, I got to find my purpose. It's always there with you. It has been right there since the beginning. In fact, all these things that have been added, all these ways that we compare ourselves to others, like look at her over there, she's younger than me, I should be further along, all that stuff, is so taking you away from who you are the only voice you need to listen to is you. And if, if, if God is something in your life or or spiritual, whatever it is, then, then your voice is only a reflection of you downloading and receiving and being open to. That's why it's so important. Meditation is so important and physical interactivity is is important. And having silence is important because you've gotta take away the noise to to listen to yourself when you ask yourself questions. Does this feel right for me? So I I can't imagine greater success. I'm gonna tell you, you, we've all heard so many people who in the world of success have gotten so much And have gone so far and they're like, I feel lost. I feel empty. I'm depressed. And you're like, oh, well, money equals and success equals that you're unhappy. No, Mm -hmm. not being true to yourself. Yeah, That's the thing that throws you off and has to you. And that's why people that have so much money, you've seen so many people with success go back and have to do a bunch of work to return to their own voice. Mm -hmm. When you could have just listened along the way, it's actually much simpler And when we don't, we have to clean up more mess and do more work. Um, So that's what I say. It's a definition of success.
0: Okay. So now you're talking my language here. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, (laughs) I I think, uh, you know, one thing that I always like to share and that's big to me is, and yes, it's faith-based for me because I'm a believer. I think, you know, we have to realize that uh, the big man made us all a one of one. Mhm. right so so there's there's no other uh, uh audrey out there there's That's no right. other chip out there i think when you when we realize that like oh well we have what we need inside of us like we don't have to like you said we don't have to search for it like what we have to do is just not to strive to conquer the world we just have to strive to conquer ourselves and and then doing that and putting in the work to do that that journey is amazing yeah. because you're continually putting yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable. I told you, I told you this is my, okay. So you continue to put yourself in situations where it's uncomfortable because the, on the other side of that uncomfort is maximum growth. 100%. So we, we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable
1: yeah. It's interesting. I was just in a call today date with the three group, three, these three executives and, and they were white male executives. So we were having a conversation about equity and diversity. And so part of the truth of the conversation and just telling the stuff that you're afraid to say around, you know, people of color and to say that, you know, and, and you feel shameful to say, and part of that truth is that they feel that if things get more diversified, that they're going to be at a deficit. So, mm-hmm. and there's, they're going to have to sacrifice. And I said, well, here's the thing inside of being true to yourself as the one of one, but the one of one that's connected to everything. Cause that's also part of it. We're, we're connected. We are an ecosystem with all energy and that energy affects everything else. So if I'm being true to myself, that gives the opportunity for more of a clearing energetically for Chip to be true to himself, he stays true to himself. I get to be true to yourself. That's why you want couples and relationships with people that practice Yeah. Their own personal integrity. Right. But I said to them, you know what? And so you're a man of faith. So you would get this look to the story of Job. When Job made the sacrifice, did he end up with nothing or did he end up with more? Come on, Audrey. And now that's right. That is the thing that's missing. Don't tell me you can't share with other people. You can't bring more because there's a lack of something. That is a zero-sum game conversation, which is made up by selfishness and greed, meaning if I win, you lose, if you lose, if you win, I lose. No, the world is not designed that way. The world is designed abundant. I win, you win, they win, we all win. That's the natural way. That's the universe and the earth being true to itself. And that's that's the same practice that we should apply. I'm me. There's more to pass around. I mean, that's 100%. That's what I think is so and, important.
0: And when we do that, I'm going to go music on you. When we all do that, <laughs> I had to warn you on this. Uh, all we do is win, 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 win. no matter what. <laughs> Hands
1: up. Oh, <I'll> get it. <laughs>
0: that. no.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, this is good stuff. But uh, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where well, they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love.
1: For sure. Um, just follow. Um, if you want to find out anything, my social media, any of the podcasts around my podcast is Unlikely Leadership. I co-host a podcast with Pete Carroll called Conversations from the Heart. We've got other podcasts called Guerrilla Muse with um, Resma Medicham, who is a somatic healer in the in the area of. Uh, body trauma and white supremacy. We have Black Girl Burnout. We've got a bunch of really great podcasts that's just a body of Amplifying Voices can be found on AmplifyVoices.io. AmplifyVoices.io. That's it. That's it.
0: Well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Truly appreciate it. And I wish you continued success.
1: Thank you, Chip.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll
1: see you next time. God bless. Go get it.